This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for Saturday the 29th of February 2020. I'm your host John Walker and with me is Andy Vaughan. Hello. And Gordo. Hello. Gordo, what a slick job you did last week. <sighs> Just this one, I'm, I'm, I'm here to take mas- mostly your role. <laughs> Just take yes. over? Yes, <laughs> that's it. Uh, I'm going to turn your mic off from here. It was very different. It was, it was bizarre. It's, As an experience, sitting in this chair with a different host, yeah. very different styles. Mm-hmm. No, it was good. I really enjoyed listening back to it. Um, I'm so glad I can speak now. Yeah. I think I said this only, I noticed my age a wee bit talking to some people in the office that are younger <laughs> when I mentioned Theme Hospital. I used, Oh yeah, like, I, remember Theme, theme Hospital when your face, you had to get your face deflated? <laughs> yes. I looked like the fucking elephant man, right? I got uh-huh. an abscess on the left side of my mouth, mm-hmm. so that my jaw was basically swollen. I got given antibiotics and I was like, oh my sinuses are all blocked, like I can't hear it in my right ear. Mm-hmm. Google is not your friend, we know this, but Google's like, on some antibiotics, this is completely normal. I'm like, oh, that's fine then. I don't need to worry. This is, it's all sinus related. Or you may have AIDS. <laughs> or <laughs> cancer of the face. Or but, just imminent death syndrome. But I woke up the Wednesday morning and my ear was fucking ringing. And so I went to the doctors and I went, you know that way you try and tell them that you think you know what the problem is? Because yeah. your degree's not going to help you in your 10 years of training. I yeah, I know. What age was your doctor? Uh, ballpark. Uh, younger than me. Right, so I had a doctor that was younger than me once. Normally, uh, it, it's an older guy. And she actually asked me, what do you think might be the problem? I was like, is this a new sort of... Yeah, let's you get your... Yeah, kind of... like actually get your fear out there or, or maybe just, you know, maybe I'm just yeah. helping her do her job a wee bit, who knows. Yeah. But but I, like... I thought it was very interesting because usually the doctor will look at me and go, right, this is what you're doing. And I'll go, but what about... No, don't. Don't you have any opinions, son? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, the, I'm the professional here. Take this and come back in four weeks. What I noticed is I just... I think there's like a new... A whole new humour to doctors where it's less, where they're more human when they're talking to people. Yeah. But it was the way I went lacked him. I think it's just related to the antibiotics I'm on because the hearing just went in line with that. And he's literally looked at me and it was the laugh he did. He went, oh, no, you've got a really bad ear infection as well. And I went, so it's unrelated to the abscess? He went, yeah, you're just really unlucky, mate. Damn it, double whammy. <laughs> it's like, you fucking bastard. But I'm back here now, off the back of two hours sleep. Good to have yeah. you back, John. How was it, how was Braga? Amazing! What a what a fucking quality we city man! It's mm-hmm. so tiny and old. The stadium's a fucking dump. Like that class on the table. That's exactly though. what I thought when I was going there. I was like, this is going to be quite cool. It's a fucking dump. Mm-hmm. It's an absolute dump. But the city is just was really cool, man. Everyone was like, it's just nice to see being able to go to a square and also have warm weather. Yeah. So far, our listeners, John, why were you in Braga? Oh, for the Rangers game. Which? And they won and went through to the next round. So they're the first team through the next stage in Europe of any competition right now. Congratulations. Opening up that possibility of a week that would essentially end my life. Because Rangers Celtic play in between the first and second leg of the next round. Celtic could comfortably be in that draw. And Rangers have no seeding Do they keep them apart yet? Nope. No. That's it. It's cleared, all in. Cleared now. 
So yeah. Rain, Ranger could have a fixture of Thursday Three Rangers Celtic, Sunday Rangers Celtic, Thursday Rangers Celtic. I think if I was, in <laughs> they the, would need uh, to move. They need you two weeks or something. Yeah, no, yeah. that's brilliant. Think about play, it. play them all back to back in the one day. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking game of tennis. Yeah, no, it's like that UFC card the other night. It's like still going at three a.m. It's like <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> That's brilliant. So that that's that's interesting. You played really well last night. And yeah, uh, yeah. No bad for a wee Tim Potley because I comfortably fancy Farmers so League through it? as well. Yeah. So last week's picks. I'll kick on because I'm fucking bankers, man. I'm having a real trouble. Forest nil, QPR nil. I had the over one point five at one to four. Fucking for- nothing. Forest had the ball in the net after about 15 minutes Which and that would have changed yeah. the complexion of the entire game yeah I noticed their games that they played midweek both of them had over 1.5 yep. goals yeah. their games cunts <laughs> I'm on a good wee roll of bankers now I think I'm up to 5 or 6 in a row uh, Mitchelland away at Holborough you've never got 13 Mitchelland won 2-0 um, so that was that was comfortable 4-9 win and I had once again Stuttgart as my banker and once again they won Stuttgart Stuttgart um, 2-0 very comfortable. They're looking a class above this league. Yeah. <laughs> and they just, they seem to be able to, they kept most of their squad when they went down. That's and, what I'm saying, yeah. though. They, they are, right? Yeah. They are a class above everyone. They are. Mm-hmm. They're it's, a Bundesliga team. It's, this, it's the Newcastle method. It's yeah. like Mike Ashley going, doesn't really matter if we get relegated because I don't have any real massive stars that people want to steal from us. Like, with the exception of when Sissoko went to Tottenham. And Genie Wijnaldum. Ah, mate. Champions League what's, winner. What's Champions League winner, future league winner, probably treble, probably unbeat midfield. Yeah. What's he ever yeah, going to <laughs> European golden boot. You just fucking getting the two bankers are maybe really upset because the fact we've done well with the values, get two out of three of the values as well. Um, we, did, we, we had a really good week again. Um, we just missed out. The way that I do it is I do a banker <laughs> treble, the value treble, the charity <laughs> treble, and a Trixie on the outsider. So I only need two of the three. So we got two out of three in every category and one out of three in the outsiders which means I miss all of them by one <laughs> the maximum shafting is that the but overall a winning week great week yeah my value was Aubameyang to score against Everton he keeps up his record of scoring against him every time he's played at the Emirates in the league yeah uh, Arsenal won 3-2 was what 28th minute I think he scored yeah that was in before half an hour yeah um, it was a strange game though because it was cagey for Arsenal towards the end. You just needed Arsenal to win. I just needed the first half. <laughs> yeah, I needed Arsenal to win the first half um, as one bet. I also had them in an accumulator that came good, thankfully, because they won. But the halftime accumulator, God, Everton scored what like fiftieth minute, almost like the last kick of the first yep. half, and then Arsenal in the first phase of play of the second half go on and score. So there was twenty seconds of actual game time. <laughs> But it was level, and that was the 20 seconds that I needed Arsenal to be in Do you front. know what's even more infuriating than that one? Is it was a massive cock-up by Leno. Oh, it was ha- horrendous. Who, who has been almost flawless all season. Well, he kept them in the game. The, the second, second half. half. Unbelievable saves. I mean, you can still look at that, even though he made an absolute arse of the second Everton goal, yeah. and go, oh, actually, he's he's won us that game again. Uh, my value uh, let the side down this week. It was Vigalta Sendai at home to Nagoya in Japan. Um, this game ended one each. Both goals happened within the first 17 minutes and then it just rolled out as a one-all draw. Yeah. And my value was Dunkirk. Away. They beat GFC Ajaccio uh, 2-0. This is comfortably a podcast that's backed Dunkirk more than any other podcast. Even even if there's a French football betting podcast, uh-huh. nobody's picked Dunkirk as much as this podcast. Uh, I sat down last week to watch Dunkirk, the film, because uh, I felt... I had to Did you be see involved. any of your players? No, so that, that, that's what I was going to ask. I said like, to my girlfriend, I was like, I'm just going to put the, it's, it's Dunkirk. She's like, why are you pronouncing it like that? I said, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they are 
just on a tear and um, a great price 11 to 10 away from home against a team and they didn't even leave it late this time they were up 2-0 within they were up 1-0 within 30 minutes my outsider was in the Croatian Premier League Istra versus Belupo 1-1 draw it was draw written all over it I was so glad when i just seen it strolling in I was like yes it was the most 1-1 draw that I've picked so I backed this game Right. On Bet365 and I was doing all my uh, all my picks on the way the way home from Edinburgh on the train. And I used the search function. So I found the game, you struck brilliant, top game, click draw, and realized later when I was getting alerts that I'd actually backed the under nineteens <laughs> game instead. <laughs> which was won by Istra in the ninety third minute. So So I got shafted. <laughs> by a really late stoppage time goal in a in a, in a game that I should have been nowhere near. <laughs> yeah. But that was a great pick, John. Yeah, really I, I widely panned that on the podcast as not being a good pick, and it came in. So well mm-hmm. done. My outsider, I took Villa away at Southampton um, just because of the huge price. We're getting Villa at five to one, nine to two. Um, it ended two 0 to Southampton. It was basically a one 0 game where Southampton tagged a goal on in, in stoppage time. Uh, Villa, Ironically, Stuart Armstrong does know how to break successfully with a ball and not cost. You're so bitter. I'll never I hate that. I, I that, that'll that be haunts me, me in the shower. That'll be me in my deathbed. Yeah. Any regrets? I just don't know why Stuart Armstrong didn't lump it into the left wing. Or do or do anything <laughs> yeah. apart from what he did. <laughs> Obviously, we're talking about Scotland versus England yes. a couple of years ago where Lee Griffiths scored two very late free kicks and Stuart Armstrong had the opportunity to clear the ball. And instead ceded uh, possession and we drew two all. Yeah, he lost yeah. possession of a ball whilst they made a four-on-one. Yeah, four-on-one <laughs> attack. Yeah. Oh, insane. Uh, and my outsider was Trabzonspor versus Besiktas. Trabzonspor went up 1-0. Besiktas brought it back to 2-1. And then um, Trabzonspor scored a late goal to make it 2 each. So not probably as close as uh, the score represents. I was happy with them going up 1-0 as well because I thought maybe they can be able to hold this because their games have traditionally been quite low scoring. However, they just, Besiktas got two home goals. So not, not a, a terrible result. However, it could have been much better. And the charity picks, so this is £10 of their own money on a treble. I took Empoli away to Perugia. It, was it 2 to 1, I think they were at the time? 19 to 10? That's big odds. It's so Huge silly. Odds. And I know you've picked them later on. They've not they've not really sliced the odds up properly, I don't think, still. Empoli are on an absolute tear now. Yeah. They're very, very good. Uh, my charity pick, I was in the J League again in Japan. I take Tokyo away at Shimizu S Pulse. Uh, Shimizu were 1 0 up with. I think maybe 16 minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Um, the game was on free sports. Tokyo won this 3-1 and won it pretty comfortably. Mm-hmm. They have three Brazilians up front, right? <laughs> Leandro being the being the star. They are going to cut teams wide open this season. Um, the way that they play, the way that they can pass the ball and cut through defences and get on through and go one-on-one. I would be looking at Tokyo as as league winners this year. What is free sports? Is that just a channel that's on Sky? It's a channel on Sky. And I'm assuming the name is a giveaway. It's just one of your package channels. I don't know because I have the subscriptions to basically everything going. Yeah. So I don't know if I've got it as a result of being a Premier got, Sports subscriber. I've or... got a Premier Sports subscription only off the back of Copa America, two Copa Americas ago, that I've never cancelled because I wanted to watch Argentina Chile. So I have a Premier Sports subscription that I think I used twice in maybe three years <laughs> and it was to watch... <laughs> The Challenge Cup in Scotland. <laughs> Amazing. It, it would have cost less to go to the game. Because I, I, I have fucking been raging going, 
why the fuck are all these games in Premier Sports? Mm-hmm. And it just so happened I was flicking through the channels and it was like, oh, I've got Premier Sports. And then looked at my credit card bill. Eleven ninety nine coming out of month. Coming off that every month. I'm like, fucking the amount of games I've just not watched because I didn't realise I had it. Mm-hmm. A, a subscription to our Patreon is much better value than <laughs> yeah. a subscription to Premier Sports for the amount of time you, you actually listen to usable content. Uh, so that was two out of two charity picks in. Gordon? Uh, France, Friday night. Not good. Less good. La Havre versus... Orleans and uh, Orleans 1-2-1 one, one. after La Havre went up 1-0 as well this is our first away win in 6 games sickening and just a reminder this is the last episode before we will finally have launched our Patreon yes if you want to support us there's three different tiers there's the $5 tier which is as we go just now you're just helping us out with costs $10 tier which allows us to Andy's wonderful one pager reminder as to what we've got and extra picks also and then we have our $15 tier which is all the extra content stuff with the darts Premier League that Andy's been doing the UFC Bellator Tyson Fury stuff that we've been doing Gordo the golf majors coming up golf majors coming up so Cheltenham if it goes ahead coronavirus yeah people have already uh, signed up the first payment will be taken off in the first week of the month I don't know the specific date I believe it is probably just the first um if you want to join now, this is the time because all this stuff that we've been loading up for free to listen to is now going to be gone and it will only be for the people on the Patreon account. So that's just a way to help us out, to help us keep producing really good content because a lot of hours go into making <laughs> yes, this show. definitely. And um, to help us keep putting good content out there and expand into other sports, please go to www.patreon.com forward slash trampled bet. Not trampled bet. No, trampled bet, B-E-T. And you'll see the tiers there, and we would love it if you'd join up. Um, $15 tier, $15 a month is less than a pint of tenants for each of us. And you will also be locked out the Facebook group for anyone that tries to sign up after listening to this podcast, who tries to join the Facebook group this way forward, unless you're a $5 subscription. Everyone already in is fine. Yeah. The content in there is worth, like not even just what we do, and the $5 a month is worth what people like Jacob Feldman, Jared Warren, Gareth Borer, Ben Grant on the ice Michael hockey. Stoke. There's so many fucking people who have nothing to do with us, who are just fans of the podcast who have come together, who are putting in the same type of work that we do yeah. to help us out. And some of those people have actually joined as Patreons, which is amazing because they would have been the ones that could have simply said, why would I support? Because we're, we're also contributing. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it'd be really appreciative. Getting cheeky with it. Getting jiggy with it. Scottish players abroad. It is only one place to start for me. Claire Elmsley, after having a fucking horror show at Orlando Pride last season after the World Cup, finishing dead last without a win, went to Australia on loan to Melbourne City and has won the league. Yes. Melbourne City, yep. Melbourne City won 4 0 at Western Sydney Wanderers. She scored a penalty, she set up the second goal. But yes, she went to Australia, remained unbeaten, won the league. So that is now Claire Elmsley and Fiona Brown in Sweden, who are current champions of the countries. So incredible. Really impressive and never seems to really get mentioned by the fact that they are two Scotland World Cup stars and nobody seems to be covering the fact that this is happening. But really impressed. Um, congratulations. She now goes back to Orlando Pride. Their first game of the National Women's League season is up against Rachel Corsi's Utah. So they kick off with a Scots... T- 
<coughs> Scots abroad head to head. Liam Henderson. Honestly, do you know what annoys me the most of this? Our rant and you and Cameron, see if it's taken out in co- out of context and timing. Like, see if you slipped that rant in now. Yeah. We would sound like idiots. Me, sorry. I would sound like an idiot. Liam Henderson went on loan to Empley six matches ago. They've drawn one, one, five since. Empley are on a tear like no other. I did say at the time, they did sign six other players from Serie A. And six very good players. Who have come in and literally walked into starting 11. So it's not just Liam Henderson, but it's really impressive. They won 1-0 away to Perugia. They are now inside the playoffs. So when he joined, they were second bottom in the league. There wasn't a lot between them. It was 10 points to get into the playoffs. But they're now there. He's in top form. And I now would be kind of saying... Maybe worth if there's injuries to the Scotland squad. He's definitely worth looking at now. Ollie Buck, Alaves one two one at Bobao. He came on for the last twenty minutes whilst it was one each. He I watched was... that. Any good? Uh, no, no. I only watched the highlights and I can't see anything. He, of them, he, so. he, he was he was okay. He does the, the frustrating thing with Burke. As I was watching this on a stream on my phone, um, the frustrating thing with Burke is his direct running is not matched by his football and talent in there. So he's a he's a he's a clearly a very athletic guy, but just as soon as he gets into the box with the ball, there's just something. Missing, Aye. Um, but yeah. So uh, I mean, he came on. He did give them. A, he did. He did give them a, a problem. And after that, they did go on and score and win the game. Um, however, he kind of wasn't involved. No, he was not. <laughs> uh, Charlie Gilmore and Holland Telstar one two one against Maastricht. No highlights. He did set up the winning goal mm-hmm. for our man Karshush. He got two more. <sighs> he, he went on three games without a goal, and then he scored last week and got a double there. Mm-hmm. Twenty four years old. I still fancy this guy to get a move to a decent club. He's still touting for Rangers. Oh, if Rangers ever wanted to talk about him, I'd be happy to tell them that he's yeah. well. Are you kind of his proxy agent? Just like I know, I should get in touch with him because I'm probably doing a lot for him. Yeah, I will not stop. Honestly, if you can watch any of the highlights we share, he's like John Carew. He's fucking rapid. He's big. He's got a good touch, and his goals don't lie. He's got 18 and 18 now, and he did score against Ajax. I think that's a big important. There's one your Maria Lush replacement right there. Uh, just walk. Well, we don't. <laughs> can Barry be worried about mate? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um. Ryan Gold, Vila Fransk won, Ferenca three. Ferenca now back top of the table. Ryan Gold got double. He's on a bit of a scoring run now. He scored in his last three. Um, and as a result, is making the news in Scotland again. Oh, is that is that them interested We're again? We're seeing now? more articles. Yeah, suddenly he's he's great and didn't ruin his career by going to Portugal. Um, there is a guy on our Twitter. Uh, I can't remember Byron Hutchinson. I think his name is. He does a lot of similar stuff to us and seems to find snippets on other streams that I am unaware of. So sometimes we'll retweet his stuff. He's a good guy to follow. If you're interested in this stuff, you'll find a lot of good little little videos. Like the Empoli, Liam Henderson's goal for Empoli, I couldn't find on Highlights Package. Mm-hmm. But he had a gif of it. And I was like, that'll yeah. do. So yeah, Ryan Gold, the first goal was beautiful. It was like, he had two players on the line and they keep pressing them. And he found like a wee angle inside the post. Second one, the right backs try to run out the box with the ball. He's won it and he's faked to cross it. And the keeper's done that way where he's trying to steal yards and dive out for the going across six yard box and he slid it in near post. So he is he's on form. I didn't even look at Friends' game this weekend actually. That seems silly now. Um Ziggy Gordon, Sydney beat Central Coast Mariners 3 0. Central Coast are back to their old ways. I watched this full game again as well. They were up one 0 until like with five minutes to go and Central Coast went to the press and they just lost two really, really late goals. And it it does it, they're back to their own ways, you're right. The most frustrating thing was that um, 
Ziggy Gordon was kind of he was back in time. He's been let down by the rest of his defence. The defence are bad. Like the, the the boy he's got playing beside him went to face up. So the third goal, for example, they brought in this young guy. Uh, he starred with the Socceroos at under twenty level. I can't remember his name for Sydney FC. He broke into the box. Ziggy Gordon's covering his man at the other side, and his defensive partner doesn't face him up close enough, and the boy. Fair enough, scores an absolutely blind and go into the top corner. But he shouldn't have the opportunity to take the shot. Really frustrating because we felt they turned the corner when they started this season. They weren't conceding as many goals. Their defence was on lockdown. They've conceded a lot in the last four weeks. So a bit of a bit of worry there now. And Jordan Hosgrove's the last one. No highlights. CD Belera has won 1-0 in the Spanish third division section of a regional area. Yeah, but they're top now by seven points that league so he is going to get a league winners medal is my opinion I'd be for the closest team I just really enjoy seeing that just holiday destinations yeah sponsored players Carlo Monte Kilwinnon only had a friendly because I think the game was called off in the rescheduled one mm-hmm. and Jamie Bajonis was not eligible for the last game so he was rested so a short a very short sponsored players section there yeah I know this week's picks. So this week's picks for Saturday, the 29th of February. Is the 29th of February a day that women can propose to men? Yes. You two aren't engaged, no? No. Not as of yet. Long term. Couple of days. So, yeah. Couple of days time. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> my, uh, girl, my girlfriend's been there, done that. I don't think she'd want to do it again. No. 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 <laughs> Just too much paperwork. Uh, <laughs> My banker is in La Liga. Ibar v Levante. I've gone over 1.5 again. I'm hoping I don't get stung here. This is just on the basis of the home and away records. Ibar at home are 2.7 goals per game. Not scored or four. Just total games involving them at home. And Levante away is 2.9. So all I'm asking for is a 1-1 draw. <laughs> all I'm asking for is two goals. Just two just goals, two please. Goals. But the Forest QPR one, I could not see it not coming in. So, so free scoring. Which there, is are, the, yeah. there are anomalies when we do this, but I'm going sticking with the overs, and it's Ibar Levante. That is on Saturday at 12 o'clock. Over 1.5. You're getting 1-3, you're getting really good odds because um, Levante don't score a lot of goals, but normally there's a lot of goals in Ibar's home games. So, fingers crossed. But I like it because the odds are really good. Normally I could have... I would have seen this as a 1-5, to be honest, but I'm enjoying it. Superb. I've got a pretty high odds banker as well. I'm in Denmark, the Superliga on Sunday at 1pm UK time. It's Odense against Silkeborg. Odense are ninth in the table, 28 points from their 22 matches. But they play rock bottom Silkeborg, who have 11 points from their 22. Odense's mid-table position is pretty reflective of their ability this season. So this is definitely a bet against Silkeborg, as opposed to a bet on Odense. Silkeborg have only taken six points in the road all season. Lost their five uh, last five away matches in a row by a combined scoreline of 12-4. to Odense aren't bad at home, 17 points, 17 goals from their 11 home games. I like this as a bet purely against the away team. Silkeborg are 11-20 to to lose again, so better than 1-2 to for an Odense win. I think it's a running theme with the bankers this week. I have taken uh, Bologna versus GFC Ajaccio. I have a big old red stripe for uh, GFC Ajaccio. They have played eight games 
away from home. They have lost eight games away from home uh-huh. with a combined score of 16-1. <laughs> Lovely. They have scored one goal. Their, their game they scored a goal in was against Bastia Borgo two weeks ago. And who can't score against Bastia Borgo? A, I don't um, However, Bologna are doing really well at home at this point. Uh, they've won three of their last five. They drew with Pau, which is no mean feat. They're up the top with uh, Ajaccio. Uh, sorry, they're up the top with uh, Dunkirk. I fancy this game. It's three to five, which is quite a high price banker again. However, I just can't see them losing it, um, or even getting Ajaccio getting a result away from home. I keep betting against them because of this terrible run they're on. This is a slam dunk for me. I like so. it. I really like it. I cannot believe you're getting you're getting under one to two for that. Yeah, which is ridiculous. So that, that's what I'm taking Balone at home. My value is in the A League Melbourne Victory versus Adelaide. Melbourne Victory have won four of the last six home games, but the games have dropped points in. Have been after Champions League matches, so they are in the Asian Champions League section. Adelaide have lost five of six away. They get pumped five two last weekend against Western Sydney Wanderers who aren't a great side this is similar to what you guys were just talking about this is a bet against Adelaide away from home Melbourne Victory have no Champions League game this week so they are rested their next game is this one I really fancy Melbourne Victory are really poor away from home but at home they're pretty solid I really fancy this you're getting them just under evens sweet cool my value is a similar price my value originally was going to be Gamba Zaka in the Japanese J-League the J-League card is totally suspended for the next two weeks due to coronavirus fears. So they've scrapped all football in Japan for two weeks. Seems like a slight overreaction. It does, but it, I guess it's well attended. There's a lot of people converging in the one place, safety first and all that. It's annoying for me because I like <laughs> I know watching just, what, It just come back. We've played one match. We've played week uh, game week one, and now they've suspended everything for the foreseeable. So that's irritating. So instead, I'm in Italy, which is mental because this looked like it was going to be suspended. Right. So here is the bit that really wound me up. I said this, we were saying this before the podcast started, was if this was as serious as, I mean, people are dying, right? So that's pretty serious, right? But if this was as serious, you you should have just quarantined the region or the country that it was in. Like Mm. fully went, no, there is no travel. If this is to believe to be a potential plague-like symptoms no you cannot leave that that country is now blocked off just now until this is resolved i think one of the hard things especially when it comes to the coronavirus particularly is it's got a really long incubation period 15 days isn't it? yeah it's over yeah. two weeks of no symptoms so you can't just go oh that guy's sick let's quarantine him he could have been wandering about for two weeks could yeah. be anywhere could be anywhere now I, I don't think you become contagious until you start showing symptoms yeah so it's not like in that two-week period you're spreading it around but you literally could just go anywhere in the entire world in that two-week period. And there's also people who literally have such a good immune system that they never have any symptoms nope. and they're just carriers of a disease. So as so I guess it is. But the point I was going to make was on Italy. So Italy, we're going to suspend their car. originally said no, but this is what I said to you guys. Napoli-Barcelona went ahead. Yep. Roma are away at Ghent tonight. They've taken 4,000 fans. Yep. So... What's the point? I, I was going, why the fuck are you suspending a domestic league when you're letting people leave your country? I know. Like, it's, just, it's so fucking stupid. Well, it's back on. Back on. So, yeah. As of Thursday morning when we're recording this, it's back on. Don't be surprised if it goes back off, but it's back on. We've been very successfully riding the Empoli wave just now. They've won their last four matches in a row. This is not the time to stop backing them. They're now joint eighth in the table on 36 points with their opponents, Pordenone. 
and Empley are in such a good vein of form. Their home form is also good. Won their last two home matches, unbeaten in their last five. For the season, they're the sixth best home performers in the league. While conversely, Pordenone struggle on the road. They're the league's 16th best team away from home. So there's a mismatch there in terms of how good one is at home against how bad one is on the road. Empley have taken 13 points from their last five matches. Pordenone, one point from their last five. Do you know who that one point was against? Livorno when I backed them, like three weeks ago. <laughs> they have been stinking. They were they second in the league. Been. They're dropping right down. They're dropping like a stone and Empley are shooting up that table. Also, just to point something out, see Pordenone's two wins away from home, which have taken them, which would, without them, would take them to the worst team yes. away from home. I've been against the second and third worst home teams. Yes. So, so they, everything is aligned yes. here for a reasonably comfortable Empoli win, which you're getting at 19 to 20. Yes. You can probably find evens at a different bookmaker, but 19 to 20 at 365 for an Empoli win. I can confirm at Unibet and Bet Hard, which we probably have no access to, no. have it at even money. Yeah. Even money for it a home win. Seriously mispriced. Is it does, doesn't it? Yeah. This is just maybe people not knowing the way Empoli had been because they are it's eight versus seven, right? Yeah. So But no, this is a fucking great pick. I was I was wanting this until the games were called off. And now they're back <laughs> on and I've seemed to have look out for Gambo Zaka, by the way, when that fixture comes yeah, back. Yeah. Home. <laughs> but yeah, take Empoli at home to Pordenone. It's Saturday, two PM in the city of B in Italy, and they are even money. I am going to the French Domino's League 3, the National. People haven't given us enough fucking information. I, I'm I'm not going to start putting random sponsors until I get 50 sponsors. We've only got about seven yeah. random products. So mm-hmm. if people can start tweeting the face, tweeting us a Facebook group, just ra- like real things as well. Like if you see a fucking tinned can good that looks hilarious, that because that was the one that tin bread yeah that can be the Turkish Super League sponsor <laughs> yeah but but Domino's is actually the sponsor yeah. of this league the proud sponsor of the uh, <laughs> Liga Nacional um, so yeah so I'm taking Avranches at home to Quivelli Rouen um, Avranches have been really good at home in the last five games they've won four and only lost one that was to Villefranche um, before that they also beat Dunkirk they're one of the only teams that have beaten Dunkirk away from home this season. Covelli Rong are really pretty bad away from home. They won their last week's game uh, with an I think it was a 90th minute goal to make it 3 1. Um they were being hard they were being pressed by um Critil. Yeah, um that's a bit of a misnomer in comparison to uh, their recent form, where they lost to Villefranche, they lost to Dunkirk, they lost to Red Star, and they lost to the, in the cup to Prelis uh, Messier. They even drew with uh Ajaccio away from home. Avranches are a much better team than Ajaccio, as we've talked about. You are getting even money or 12 to 11 for them at some bookmakers. At William Hill, you're getting 12 to 11. Great price. I understand that my Friday night selection last week, one was good, one was less good. Um, however, I really fancy this. You're and following the odds. The odds and the record looks good to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about that. So, um, Avranches at home to Cavilli Rouen. Even money. Let's start this weekend right. My outsider is just technically an outsider. Both odds are the same, so I'm cheating a wee bit. But I do not understand why I'm getting Granada at 95 at home to Celta Vigo, who are also Sounds 95. like tremendous value, Gordon. Yeah, perhaps a banker. I say anything close to 2-1. to one. No, I'm taking that as the outsider. They are not the favourites. I, I really don't get why, though. I've looked at... Uh, flash score and it does have them missing four players they are four starters but they were missing last week as well which they won did no harm yeah Granada so it's the fifth be- fifth 
best home team, Granada, versus the third worst away team, Celta Vigo. Celta Vigo has seven points from a possible 39 away from home. Granada have 25 of a possible 36. They do not concede a lot. They've conceded eight goals in their 12 games at home. Celta have one win away in the league and four draws. The one win was against the fourth worst home team. That's how I always try and credit these. Um, lost seven of ten away in the league. If you look at the form, you'll see three wins. It was all in the cup in the early rounds against low league opposition. This seems massively mispriced, but I have taken Granada before as an outsider. It did not come in. But this looks really fucking good. I just hate betting on games that involve Celta Vigo. I have, I have history. <laughs> I have history with them. But it does look good. At that price, it, it does look good. My outsider, I'm in England in the Championship. This game's not until Monday evening. It's live on television. It's quarter to eight at night. Middlesbrough versus Nottingham Forest. So Forest are fourth, 59 points. They travel to 21st placed Middlesbrough on 37 points. Forest are only one point behind third place Fulham. Very much pushing for promotion. Middlesbrough joint on points with Wigan. So Wigan are in the relegation spot. So they're basically, they are in a real fight. Form-wise, Forest have taken eight points from their last five. Middlesbrough are bottom of the league's five-game form table. Only one point in their last five matches. They haven't won at home in their last six attempts. Most recently suffered 1-0 home losses to both Luton and also Leeds. Forest won this fixture, um, the away fixture, last season, 2018. 2-0. I think the price for 2-1, to a Forest win is bonkers in this spot. Really happy to put that as my outsider this week. Uh, does anyone else have the same problem with Middlesbrough that I always assume they're about fifth and then yes, I go to yeah. look at them and they're yes. almost the bottom of the league? Well, exactly the, yeah. what I was thinking when he said they were 21st. Yeah, I was, I was like, like what? Yeah. The, the price as well on Middlesbrough in this match would also indicate that they're about fifth in the league. They are not fifth yeah. in the league. They are poor and they're in bad form and they're playing against arguably one of the most formed sides yeah. in the country just now in Nottingham Forest. So... Two to one for a forest win. Huge. Yeah. I like that. Good stuff. I this is a week we're gonna get twelve, I think, unless Godlow's gonna slip something in here that's gonna put me off. <laughs> I'm taking Carl's Ice Yena. Um <laughs> I'm actually later on, so I'll get to that. Um <laughs> I'm taking Alborg away at FC Copenhagen. So this is in the Danish Super League. Now, um for people who follow the um for people people who follow the Europa League, Copenhagen are playing tonight against Celtic at Parkhead. They're probably gonna lose that game. Um, or not be going through. Um, Andy currently has an SC Copenhagen scarf on him. And he's, um, he's going to go to the game and he's going to get accused of being a Rangers fan because he has a Scottish accent. Yeah. I, I did think about going to the game because obviously should. I've got like, um, I'm on the ticketing system for yeah. FC Copenhagen because I go and watch their games in Copenhagen. Um, but yeah. I, I don't have a ticket for tonight. Off of what I watch, just to interrupt God no more, Celtic are going to scud them, but nobody's going to hear this before this. Yeah. So I'm just going to say also, Celtic are going to win 3 0 tonight. You think? Yeah, that's why I'm back and I've got a fight. When you when, when you say this, I'm now going to back that as well because yeah, if you, you miss seem, out, if I miss out, no, but he says it quite a lot about these C- things. And Celtic, then, see, yeah. see, Rangers fans going on about how many points we've dropped. Celtic are phenomenal now. Like they are so fucking good. It's annoying. If Rangers had won every game, they'd still fucking demoralisingly be second in the league because yeah. their game in hand get cancelled. Yeah. So. Uh, FC Copenhagen are playing, they're not a bad team. They're pretty good in the league, actually. Um, however, at home, they um, lost to Aarhus. They, at home, they drew with Celtic. Alborg away, 
have won their last four games. They beat Silkeberg 2-0. They beat Vendes... Vendesissel? Vendesissel? Uh, 3-0 away. They beat Gottberg um, 3-2. They beat Aarhus that's a, fr- that's a friendly. Don't... don't The Gothenburg game. Yeah. Well, it goes on. It goes on forever. They beat, they've beaten a lot of really good teams. Their last loss came against North Zealand and that was in... I think of... Yeah, it was in <laughs> September 2019. Away from home. I was at that game. Were you? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, shit, actually, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was the last one. I really fancy Alborg here. Copenhagen are going to have to play a tough midweek game, and if they go all out, and it's a long game, a tough game for them, they're going to struggle against Alborg. In my opinion, I'm sure Andy has, Andy has a contrary one. 11-4, to 3-1 is the price I, I, I you're getting them at. I don't have a contrary opinion, really. I mean, I've seen Copenhagen several times this season. They they're sold very, their they're best very, They're very capable of losing that match. Yeah. But then again... Yeah. We saw them twice, two weeks in a row, where they were one nil down going into the last five minutes and won both. Won both of them, two yeah. one. So don't be surprised if Copenhagen grind out a win here. But I think it would be a grind. I yeah. think, yeah, I, th- I, I think, I genuinely do think tonight's game will have an impact because if they're out of the Europa League, they are eight points behind in the league. Yeah, Mitchell, sorry, nine, Mitchell. and they're also eight ahead of the next team. It could just be a demoralising four days of kind of what what we're playing for. Yeah, yeah. no, because it's going to take a lot to catch Midgetland and Midgetland aren't dropping points either. So uh, that's and then our house we've got a decent, comfortable gap. Allborg need to win to stay in the top six. Yeah, I think I really like this. I think it's a, I think it's a good pick. So eleven to four, three to one. You're going to get that. At, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens tonight. Um, if it's three to one, it only needs to come good one every four times, and I definitely think that could happen. Yeah. So that's the the charity from me. That's the outsider. That's the outsider, that's the outsider from me. <laughs> it's too early. That's <laughs> Sonny Charity so again £10 of our own money that goes on a treble if it wins we give all the money to charity if it doesn't we give the tenner to charity anyway at the end of the season my pick is in Scottish League 1 Clyde versus Falkirk I'm taking the away team of Falkirk at 5-6 to six. this is kind of a bet against Clyde they've lost all uh, lost 5 in a row in all competitions home and away Falkirk are unbeaten in the last 15 uh, they've won 4 out of 5 they do draw a lot away to decent size size, but Clyde are third bottom in the league. This is a team that I fancy them on Clyde's current form to go in and steamroll. However, there is precedent for a lot of draws between these two. That's the only thing that concerns me. Falkirk draw a lot of games away from home, but that is normally against teams who are, are in the better. top half, yes. So I think five to six is really good for Falkirk. Um, I'm happy to take them. I like it. I'm also in Scotland, I'm in the Championship, this is Saturday 3pm, I will be at this game, so it's a Dundee United match. A Lauren Shanklin match. We're away at Dunfermline, we love going away to Dunfermline. The last time the home team won this fixture was in 2007, and we've played 11 times since then. So Dundee United just love travelling to East End Park. Uh, Those games, they've resulted in 8 Dundee United wins and 3 draws Mm -hmm. the last 11 times they've played each other at East End. Dundee United have won the last 3 meetings in a row now, um... Away from home, 2-0, 1-0 and 2-0. Home and away, Dundee United have beaten Dunfermline the last five times they've played. It's just, Dunfermline are just a club that Dundee United can beat and know how to beat. I expect them to win again. You're getting odds of 11-10. to 10. That's ridiculous. It is, isn't it? How far are United away from securing the league? So, techni- technically, if we no, if we won our next six matches in the clubs that are chasing us, 
also won their next six matches. Which won't happen because they'll have to be only, playing each only other. Only in air. We play air, we don't play Inverness. No, but so if we won air, our next, Inverness will have yeah. to probably play each other. So, so, so essentially, if you imagine Inverness won their next six and we won our next six, the best we could do is tie on points if we lost every game from okay. there on to the end of the season. This league will be finished in the next three or four weeks. Cool. So, and I think it will, we'll get further ahead this weekend. I like beating Dunfermline. Watch, I guess Shankland's probably evens to score. He'll be anytime. around even money to score anything. Oh, get over yeah. that all the time, man. He is a fucking money making He's so good, man. I watched did you your see, game. Did you see the game? I yeah. was about to say because it was televised. Did you see the? It was our second goal, the one where he does the shimmy inside the box and then puts it in the bottom corner. So composed for a player in the championship. Now other players would have tried to have a first time shot there and just either blaze the ball over the bar or like hit it straight off a defender. Mm-hmm. Not him. He takes his time. He's clinical. He knows where the goal is. He, he's just someone that, certainly as a Dundee United fan, we have not had in 20 years someone with that ability. Even when we played in the top flight, it was always if someone was in that spot, you'd think, oh, there's probably a 20% chance this might end up as a goal. Whereas yeah. when the ball's at Shanklin's feet, you think, there's a good 50% chance this is going to end up as a goal. He's got the composure of someone in their late 30s playing in the twilight of their career. Uh, he's That's just, what it looks like. Yeah, it does look like, like that. Like, do you know when you, like, late Chris Boyd, where you're like, the guy still has the capability to score, he just doesn't have the legs to back it up. Fortunately, he also has the he legs to back. Like, he's, back. Uh, he's phenomenal, man. He, need, he needs to move, though. Sorry, Andy. He will. Yeah, yeah. he will move. Um, but I hope that United make sure they get the right money for him, though. We will. He's he's down for a couple more years. Um, right. So, oh, if we could hang on to him for the first half of next season, it'd be amazing. But and if get he safe, yeah. if he left in the if he left in the summer, I wouldn't mind. I'd say thank you very much. Yeah, God, I, God I is up. Cheers so much. Go and have a great career. The the where he should go is Hull. Liverpool. <laughs> that's the, the, that's Andy the, traje- the trajectory you need to take for this. None of those teams sounded like Rangers. <laughs> he shouldn't do that. He shouldn't do that. It's a terrible. No, well, move you for can him. take the Rangers money and go sign Kastrush and see how he adapts to Scottish football before Rangers take him. Are you, are you moving fucking Andy's club to be a feeder club for, for Rangers? Well, we fucking were a feeder club for Celtic, Celtic yeah, five, five years, years ago. Yeah. That's, that's what caused all this carnage in the first place. Um, but take Dundee United to beat Dunfermline away from home on Saturday at three o'clock, eleven to ten. I am in the German third division for my charity. Dritte Liga. The Dritte Liga. And I am back with an old foe. I am taking a draw between Magdeburg and Carl Zeiss Jena. Now, Jena have picked up points. They're okay now. They're not terrible. Their last three games have been draws. And they're draws against better teams. Mannheim. Well, well, everyone's a better team. Everyone, everyone they play is a better team. I mean, team. better teams than Magdeburg. Yeah. So, uh, Mannheim are third in the league. Braunschweiger up there, and so are Ezerum. Um They beat Grossepeck um, late on in 2019 as well. Magdeburg at home have been really poor. They drew one each with Chemnitzer. They lost to Meppen. They lost to Zwickau. Uh, they lost to Al. Uh, they drew with Al, and they lost in a friendly um, to Muscron over uh, Christmas. Now, I think. Yane are going to fancy themselves to be able to get a point out of this game again. You're getting three to one for them. Now, I know we all hate Carol Zeiss-Yena for various reasons. I love them. I like them as well, but I don't like betting on them. Well, I'm back on betting on them. Um, so I think you're going to get a, you're going to get it's a good price for a draw at three to one. They're going to want to keep picking up points to try and get themselves out of this relegation. I can't see them winning. But I can see them getting a draw. I actually like it now that I've just looked at the yeah. the card. There's so many fucking oranges yep. in both teams' form. Big old. I, I hate this. Yeah. You hate betting and draws, though. There are, there and are, I feel like we're starting to prove you wrong on this. Yeah. There are so many 
other games going on this yeah. weekend that you do not need to touch a volatile game involving Carl Zeiss Yena where anything could happen. Magdeburg anything have, could happen like a draw. The head to head in this, they've played each other four times since 2013 onwards. Yeah. Magdeburg have won every single one at home. But Yena have taken, they've just seen two of the their red draws the have been teams that are higher on the home table yep. than Magdeburg. So. In fact, in fact, I'm now looking at the record between the two clubs, home and away. If you it's very mixed. No, Yena have never won this match. Oh, they drew the last one, though. Home ones. However, uh, so yeah, so Yena's most um, Yena's recent form. <laughs> if I could fucking bottle Andy's. Oh, it's, it's, it's great. This is this is why the Patreon we guys need, need, need the this. camera. For this. <laughs> There's so it's much anger. It's, fucking... not, it's not anger. I just want I just want us to win every single bet that we put out there. So we can retire. And yeah. I I don't like this one at all. Well I do. Unfortunately. I, I, like, I like it also. Yeah. I mean it, it might be a draw. I just think of all the football matches in all the world, you do not need to go near this. In the last in the last in the last seven games, they've only lost one. And they lost to Ingolstadt five one. They beat Gross. Oh just the five one. Yeah. Good. Well fucking Settle yourself. <laughs> One each or nil nil. This is what's happening here. Uh, don't put the hoose on it. But Andy's face says it all really here. I'm very, I'm very uh, into this one. So, so that was our charity. Picks. charity picks, so the charity treble is Falkirk to beat Clyde away, Dundee United to beat Dunfermline, and the spicy draw between Magdeburg and Carlisle. <laughs> you just hate charity, and my spreadsheet proves it. <laughs> Last week. <laughs> last week I didn't do very well on the old charity. It's just the last two weeks. No, I think it's I think it's a lot of them actually. I'm having a wee look at this. <laughs> uh for charity wise I've got twelve of sixteen. That's nice. John has ten of sixteen. That's not so good. You have eight of sixteen. Fucking hell god though. <laughs> I'm really sorry. And I don't think a draw between Carl Zeiss Yena and Magdeburg is gonna help that number. Nine of seventeen. We're meant to be like like fixing cancer and I feel like you're just giving it to people. <laughs> Help out, God, though. I think that is a vast overstatement. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, your lawyers could get involved. That was a bit... Yeah. However, <laughs> he's not going to be able to afford lawyers if he <laughs> fucking backs draws between Magdeburg and Yena. <laughs> yeah, so a reminder of the, the Patreon subscriptions. So it's the $5 tier, $10 so pa- tier. Patreon's just a method that you guys, as listeners, can get on board with and contribute to our costs yes a wee thank you buys a beer for producing this content every week essentially for free we've been doing this for two years now um it's a lot of effort it's a lot of work every week it's like getting up in the morning it's, it's meeting at the back of seven o'clock on a thursday morning yeah. to do this for two hours do you know from the people who, the, from the people who have joined the messages one of the things key takeaways from us is that we are not a betting subscription tip service absolutely people have <laughs> people are replying back saying that we are it's an enjoyable podcast. Yeah. They enjoy listening to us. They enjoy the interaction with other people on the Facebook group. It's beyond us going, give us money because we're making you money. It's help us do more of the oh, content. It's a community. Yes. This is a community and this is just our research that we do um, and put a lot of effort into and in putting it out there to make an enjoyable show. We're definitely not and we never will be a, a tipping no. Twitter site because they don't care. What they want you to do is sign up through their links. So they, they, they make money when you lose bets. Yeah. Right? And that's horrible. I hate that. I think anyone that knows about betting or takes it seriously knows that as well. And you can see it when these sites are giving out tweets like, sign up for my mega accumulator that will make you 10 grand off a fiver if it comes in. And then you get people under it going, oh, I've never used a betting site before. How do I do that? Because they just see the the big money numbers. Yeah. That's, and- that's not what we're about. We're about giving you actual betting people 
good tips for them to do further investigation on so that they can perhaps make more money that weekend or mm-hmm. add a bit of value to their existing accumulator. And, and also even betting aside, if you're, if you're doing the darts content, it's a good listen before you watch Thank the you. darts. Yeah, it's yeah. good fun. It gets you involved in another sport and perhaps. It's, 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 it's the more exact the entertainment. Sa- it's the exact same thing we're trying to do for Bellator and UFC. Yeah. If, if you only dip your toe in these sports, by no means are we saying fucking make sure you set aside another 20 quid and make sure you're betting on it. You might just enjoy finding out what fights we like and what fighters are going to be good to watch. Yeah, I spent, we, we all know that betting on something enhances the viewing experience. Yes, yeah. it definitely does. Even if it's a dollar. Yeah, and and that's and we were and I watched the Bellator card, the Channel Five one yeah. uh, that was on with my mates, and halfway through I was like, "Man, this is like fucking decent. This is proper. It's good to have that background knowledge on this kind of stuff." Exactly. And have watched like fights when these guys were like. 18 <laughs> and then working through here but it was really really interesting so uh, yeah just help us out here yes yeah, so we are going to be locking down the extra content we recorded uh, the Premier League of Darts show which you can find on Patreon just now it will be free this week this will be, that'll that'll be, be getting, the last one that'll be getting locked down going forward uh, there are three tiers if you go to www.patreon.com forward slash trampled bet you'll see there's three tiers of support available that's different ways you can back us John takes through. Uh, the $5 tier is just support to continue to do what you're doing and cover the costs. The $10 tier is Andy's one pager because we did get told by Ben Grant that it is a bit annoying to have to listen back and you forgot exactly what the picks were. And also a wee extra bit where we suggest some extra picks, which we used to do on this, but we feel like it should be an extra part. And then the $15 subscription, which is the Premier League darts, golf coming up, cycling coming horse up, horse racing, UFC, boxing, horse racing, everything yeah. will be there. Wrestling. Rassling. The wrestling. The wrestling. The whole lot. So if you guys could help us out, $15 a month isn't very much. It's less than buying us each one beer. Yeah. It's less than that. $15 a month to keep the content going, be part of the community, get involved in the Facebook group. We would really, really appreciate it. Yep. And the Facebook group, you want to tell a wee bit more about that? And talking about that Facebook what group, we? We have had, we've had some great stuff. <laughs> we've got such a good community on the Facebook group now. Um, one of the things with Stuart Buchanan a couple of days ago tipped up Peterborough Sports so that's not Peterborough yeah. no this is a different team this is right. Peterborough Sports okay uh, they play in the English Southern Central League and they were playing away at Hednesford on Tuesday evening which I was checking um, while at baseball training yeah uh, I just had my eye on the score people thought I was watching the Champions League or something like that I was like no 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 guys yeah. Hednesford against Peterborough Sports it actually ended 3 all. Because Hednesford, their striker, had an absolute brilliant game, scoring their second and third goals, which was an absolutely sweet volley. His name's Danny Glover. So I was just getting tweets. <laughs> Danny Glover has scored again. Shit. Fucking lethal weapon ruining uh, you. I thought, he'd be too, I thought he'd be too old for that shit. <laughs> but yeah, that's the sort of stuff that we get. Uh, diving into leagues there that I know nothing about. I know nothing about that league. But I do know Stuart's done the research there and, yeah. and had a look in. There's some great shouts. Jacob Feldman has many basketball shouts. He had a brilliant one against the Lakers midweek that ended up losing, but, but just at three, right at the end. Three to one shot that could have gone either way. George Jones posting about WWE. Gareth Boder, he does his over under goal line analysis. Mm-hmm. Some great stuff in there. There's screenshots of spreadsheets. This guy puts the work in. This is good stuff. And Michael Stokes with his rugby union, um, South African games and games from global rugby union games again i would know nothing about absolutely but, nothing but yeah. he has a very good track record now in that facebook group of of tipping up things happening there also in the facebook group we are launching a trampled bet fantasy baseball league the best fantasy 
experience by far. It knocks football out of the water. Fantasy baseball is nothing like fantasy football. Fantasy baseball is almost a way of life. Yeah. Once you How start much time into... would I have to commit weekly? You won't, see, do you know what, John? You won't care because it'll become that much. I hate it. Andy got me involved. I auto-drafted my God, first I've roughly get like 14 spare minutes a week. Perfect. That's ideal. Right, okay. So get <laughs> rid of like, find something else you can cut out of your life. Do you, do you ever travel on a bus or a train? Or, but right, that, train, that, there you go. That's it. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. Just check your roster that I morning. Podcasting time. That's that's listening to podcasts. I tell you, we've all, we've already got some guys um, from the Facebook group, Ollie Hornby, for instance, who's going to join up, knowing little about baseball, but he just wants to learn. Or it's yep. like, yeah, I'd like another sport. Get involved in. The best way to do it is dive straight in and become part of the fantasy baseball. I kind of want to do it just just in spite of you two. Great, do it. Do it. Okay, do it. I'll take that cold, cold heart. John Walker is in. <laughs> so. We set we set the league up um, as a twelve team league, but I'm happy to expand it out to sixteen because we've got eleven slots filled just now. Mm-hmm. So if we get twelve, it'll sit at twelve until we then get sixteen, and then sixteen sort of the max you can really do. Um, and then we'll update you how it's going on cool. here because it will be something that goes on for all the season. We'll also look at doing an MLB Major League Baseball preview for yes. the entire season Excited so i think that. the games kick off uh the season starts towards the end of march i think it's march 26th all the the friendly games are kicking off now i'm starting my notes spring tra- game. the spring marlins training. are yet to lose four games in a row he put five dollars on the marlins to win last year that's so like good. back in hamilton Aki's to win the premier league like ridiculously stupid how like, far were they they were the worst team like oh, okay. oh no, no 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 they were the second worst oh. team so they are, they are so literally not, Hamilton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah actually. They're, they're, they are circling the toilet bowl. If there was relegation, <laughs> they'd be long gone. However, there is not. So, yeah. So the Facebook group's a great thing to get involved in. And you can get access to that on all our Patreon tiers. Yep. Um, if you start with the minimum $5 one, you get access to the Facebook group. You still get access, obviously, with the more expensive tiers. But they also give you access yeah, to as you go, more other content. Yeah, just to be clear on that. If you get to a fifteen dollar tier, you, you get everything you, below. You don't not get the ten and five dollar tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you, you don't everything. need to sign up to, yeah. to each yes. of them. <laughs> the fifteen dollar tier, it's only fifteen dollars <laughs> a month, gets you access to absolutely everything we do. Yeah, and I guess, I guess, just on that one, and we're saying it's not a lot of money, but to some people it might be. So we do understand that, and that's why we're not throwing anyone out the Facebook group for the five dollar con- contribution. But again, we'll reiterate, we would really appreciate your support. Yeah, anyone that listens has been listening for the last two years. As a we thank you. Yeah, we know our numbers. There's a very consistent number, and it's basically the number that's in the Facebook group that listen every week. So we know who the guys are. So five dollars a month, lads, be really appreciated. Yep, and you can get us on Twitter. You can get me at ASV Sports. You can get me at underscore Gordo Mick. You can get me at John Walker underscore nineteen eighty six, and you can get us all at Tramplebet, where we share all the Scots abroad highlights. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.